In the next seven minutes or so, we look back on a week that saw COP27 wrap up in Egypt, the World Cup kick off in Qatar, and more brutal attacks on Ukraine. We'll catch up on the Irish rental property market, hear about a hero in Colorado, and share a strange story from Top Gear's Richard Hammond. This is the Standout 7 from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. And don't forget to hit the follow button to get daily updates at 7 a.m. There's really no good news in the Irish property market at the moment. If you have a mortgage, rates are climbing while the rental market is under intense pressure. New figures show that rental prices have risen by an average of 14% in the last year. The report released on Tuesday by DAF.ie shows that the average price paid by renters is now at €1,688 per month. That's up over 4% in the last quarter and the highest jump since 2016. There's also huge pressure on supply as fewer available properties continue to drive rents up. Author of the report, Trinity Economics Associate Professor Ronan Lyons spoke about the findings. Bigger increases in Longford and Leitrim. Uh, Dublin is more or less in line with the national average. The smallest increases are still 8 or 9% a year. They're in some of the, the counties in Munster. But the places that are seeing smaller increases now had seen bigger ones earlier in the year. So really, it's all across the country. While it's too early for any measures from the budget directed at easing the cost of renting to be shown in this report, Sinn Féin leader Mary Lou Macdonald was scathing about government response so far to the housing crisis. And Taoiseach, you come in- in here every week and tell us that government housing policy is working. Well, it's not. The housing policy of this government should be about delivery, but instead we get denial, delusion and desperation. It's been another brutal week for Ukrainians as Russian strikes once again targeted power and water infrastructure. The strikes killed at least 10 people and left huge areas of the country in darkness. But Ukrainian President Zelensky speaking to the UN and describing the Russian strikes on the power network as crimes against humanity. Ukrainian MP Kira Rodok told Sky News Kiev has been experiencing power outages every day in different parts and people are worried. The main thing that we feel right now is that we can only go through this winter together. That we will need to take care not only of ourselves but of the people around us and that the responsibility is to get every single Ukrainian through the winter. There was also an unexpected intervention from Boris Johnson this week who annoyed the German government with his claim that they wanted Ukraine to lose quickly. I'll tell you a terrible thing. Uh, The German view was at one stage that if it were going to happen which would be a disaster then it were better for the whole thing to be over quickly and for Ukraine to to fall. Berlin later dismissed the former PM's comments as utter nonsense. Thursday saw Belarusian President and Putin ally Alexander Lukashenko warning that if they want to avoid total destruction, it's up to Ukraine to stop the war. Truly, everything is in Ukraine's hands right now. If they don't want the death of a huge number of people, it will be difficult, complex, challenging. But if they want to recover, this needs to stop because next will be the complete destruction of Ukraine. Meanwhile, the Director-General of the International Atomic Energy Agency, Rafael Mariano Grossi, took to social media to emphasise their commitment to protecting Ukraine's nuclear power plants. We are making progress in establishing a nuclear safety and security protection zone around the Saporizhia site. A week after cervical check campaigner Vicky Phelan died, the long-awaited report into the inquiry has finally been published. Dr Gabriel Scali was positive in his assessment of the improvement in the situation since his initial report in 2018. The amount of progress has been very substantial 
and the effort that has gone into making that progress has also been very substantial by very many people, some wonderful people who've done a wonderful job. Uh, we should all be very grateful to them. The recommendations have been moved on very, very, very substantially. He did say, however, that some areas have lagged behind where they should be, in part due to the COVID pandemic. But he also highlighted that it's critical that the health system as a whole has a continuing duty of candour so that those affected can be confident that they'll receive the truth of what happened and an apology in person. They want to know what you're doing to make sure it doesn't happen to anyone else. And that matters enormously to people. And that issue of making sure that things do change and are improved is, I think, precisely what 221 Plus is all about. It's been a long time coming, but the 2022 World Cup final kicked off in Qatar on Sunday with Ecuador beating the host country in the opening game. That's the first time the host country has ever lost the opening game of the tournament and it was just the icing on the cake for Qatar in a difficult start to the World Cup. What was intended to be a showcase for the Gulf state has instead turned into the World Cup of awkward as alcohol sales were banned and human rights records of Qatar came into sharp focus. The BBC skipped the opening ceremony all together and went straight to the first game but not before former England and Arsenal player Alex Scott got the chance to give FIFA a piece of her mind. You are not gay. You will never understand travelling to a country where you are fearing for your life just because of your preference of who you choose to love. To keep saying, Gary, football is for everyone. That's what you keep feeding us with. We sit here and it's not. The next row revolved around the plans by seven European nations to wear one love armbands to express solidarity with the LGBTQ plus rights. However, when FIFA threatened the captains of the teams, including England and Wales, with yellow cards, if they wore the bands on the pitch, the team scrapped the plan. It was a particularly embarrassing climb down when the Iranian team refused to sing their own national anthem in a show of support for the anti-government protests in their home country. Roy Keane on ITV's panel felt that both Harry Kane and Gareth Bale should have stepped up and had the courage of their convictions. I think it was a big mistake. I think both players, particularly obviously we're talking about Wales and England here, should have stuck to their guns and done it. Whatever pressure from outside and from their own associations, have the belief, if that's what you believe, then go with it. Still to come in the Smart 7 Island edition, a hero steps up in Colorado and Richard Hammond shares a strange coma dream. Right after this. 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. The COP27 Climate Summit concluded on Sunday after two weeks of difficult negotiations in Egypt's Sharm el-Sheikh. The agreement sets up a fund for developing countries to claim for loss and damage resulting from climate change and President of COP27, Shama Shukri, was hopeful that the deal would send a positive message. I call upon all of you to view these draft decisions not merely as words on paper but as our collective message to the world that we have heeded the call of our leaders and of the current and future generations. The result is a victory for poor nations who are struggling with the costs of climate impacts and flooding and drought. And Fiona Harvey of The Guardian says it's important to recognise that those nations need help. Uh, the UK taxpayer already provides uh, aid to uh, countries that are in dire straits. What, what you need to do is see this in, in those terms, that this is about helping countries that are experiencing disaster. President of Glasgow's COP26, Alok Sharma, was disappointed that no more progress was made on fossil fuels and says that the goal of limiting global warming to 1.5 degrees is in serious jeopardy. I mean, I said in Glasgow that 1.5 was uh, uh, very much on life support uh, and the world has to recognise and countries have to recognise that if we do not act on this issue now, it will overwhelm us and will overwhelm every country on earth at the end of the day. In the US, the Colorado Springs LGBTQ nightclub owner has praised the man who helped stop the shootings. Five people were killed and 17 others injured there in a mass shooting over the weekend. Nick Rezeka, the co-owner of Club Q, said a big thank you was due to Richard Fierro, who saved countless lives. He's a 15-year military veteran who was out for a quiet night with his family when a man dressed in body armour burst into the venue and opened fire. I grabbed him by the back of his little cheap-ass armour thing and I pulled him down. And then I started wailing on this dude. And I'm on top of him. I'm a big dude, man, and this guy was bigger. And I told the kid in front of me, kick him in his head, keep kicking him in his head. One of the the performers walked by, or was running by, and I told her, kick this guy, kick this guy. And she took her high heel and stuffed it in his face. Richard Hammond, affectionately known as the hamster to his top gear, now grand tour colleagues, is without a doubt the short king of car shows. But things very nearly ended extremely badly back in 2016 when he had a horrific crash at about 300 miles an hour in a vampire dragster, which saw him in a coma for two weeks and fighting for his life. Now in a new video, he tells the story of his extremely realistic dream experience in that coma and how close he came to heading over the hill. And as I got closer and closer to the tree, that sense of, ooh, I really am in trouble, grew and grew until eventually in my dream, I turned back. Mindy told me her side of the story because at the same time, things aren't looking good. And apparently she roared and screamed and swore at me, don't you dare die. And that's when I turned back from this tree in my dream. And that's when I woke. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back Monday morning at 7am. Have yourselves a great weekend. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.